where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, UK Bills Mafia. This is Christian Wade of your Buffalo Bills. This is the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast with your hosts, Matt and Alex. Let's go, Buffalo! Woo! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, a UK Bills podcast, Bills news with a UK twist. It's Victory Monday and we're 7-2 and two. After a thrilling and entertaining win against the Seattle Seahawks, I'm Matt. That's Alex. Alex, how's your voice? You told me your voice was uh, was pretty much dead. Yeah, I mean, when I was younger, I was really animated watching Bills games, and it, it's weird when you think about it because uh, all throughout the 2000s and 2010s, we were awful. I mean, what's there to cheer for, right? Um, but, you know, there's that blind optimism that every Bills fan has for every season. And uh, I was really uh, into uh, most of those games. The last yeah. two seasons, I've been pretty calm. Like, <coughs> games where we're supposed to win, if it doesn't happen, it's like, what are you going to do? Like, I've realized and learned that yelling at the TV doesn't really do anything. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. But, but yesterday was different. Uh, I think because of the the opponent in – the, the hype of this year and the level of opponent that we played just came together and, and brought me back to my 20-somethings. Uh, I did have to switch from uh, beer to tea late in the fourth quarter because uh, my throat hurt from yelling so much. Um, uh, I, was on, I was on the cider. I was yeah. on the cider for the game. Yeah. Nice, nice roast dinner, nice cider, then a cider at halftime or for the what, second half. What gets you going more? Uh, a, a huge offensive play or a big defensive play? What'll make you jump out of your seat? What'll make you, you know, yell and scream about? The last couple of seasons, I would have said defense mm-hmm. because we were, our offense was actually, um, was still a bit porous. They were still coming, um, coming together. But and wouldn't that defense... be, sorry to interrupt, but wouldn't that be reversed then? If the offense is poor, when they make a big play, you're more excited, right? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, no, no you probably say that. You probably say it that way. But I think my biggest cheer was obviously last year's the defense. But now it's just uh, now it's the offense. I mean, yeah. When I saw that three, the first three passes, first three plays of that first, um, the first drive and the touchdown, I'm thinking, fuck me, here we go. Let's uh, let's put another, let's put big, big numbers up. Yeah. Obviously, we put big numbers up, but. Um, yeah, no, I think it's offensive really at the moment is getting me all um, all jump up, scream and shout and uh, and all that. For, for me yesterday, it was all about what the defense was doing. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's something about being able to, to stop someone is, is, is like more interesting. It's hard for me to explain it. Why mm. I, why I, I'm, I'm saying a, a defense play over an offense play. It's just that. Uh, when we got to Russell Wilson, I think, you know, we haven't really been getting pressure. Russell Wilson, the Seattle offense is so good being able to, to stop them from doing something that they're so good at was just a lot more exciting for me. So the interceptions, the sacks, the fumbles, 
was what really got me going, really got me jumping out of my seat yesterday. And I think that's really where I lost my voice more than the offense because this offense versus Seattle's defense were supposed to score points, but to stop them was way bigger of, 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 you know, an impact on the game. So that's really what got me going. I think AJ Klein was the one was the player in that game for me that actually um that made me lose my voice. I mean we've yeah, been belating in the last it? we've been belating in the last few weeks and all of a sudden yeah. he comes up with um what should be player of the um player of the week numbers. Was it two sacks, a strip fumble? Um I've got it down here. Five tackles, one for loss, two sacks, four quarterback hurries, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and one pass breakup. Yeah. No, oh, I apologies to AJ Klein all around. Um <laughs> you know, and yeah. kudos to McDermott for for really like showing his faith in him. Mm. Uh, to to come out last week, a horrible game by Klein, and to say he's resilient, we trust him, we believe him, and then to basically put so much pressure on him in this game, saying, Hey you have to make plays or else we're going to, you know, give up points. Like, I don't want to say they put the game in his hands, but they trusted him after the last few weeks. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, negligent to a, to, to, a, to, to a point, but it, it worked out, which is fantastic to say, um, mm. you know, just overall, the whole team just showed up. Uh, yeah. I don't know why it was against Seattle and why it wasn't against the chiefs. I mean, we played the chiefs close, but the offense, I don't know what was that, what happened there, but here we have a team that everyone's talking about super bowl and we were able to punch them in the face. Mm. Uh, You know, you always talk about statement, win, statement, win. And, you know, this, this shows that, you know, this team can prepare for a big offense you know, we stopped Derrick Henry. We slowed down Mahomes. We couldn't slow down Russell Wilson, but we did. It's so Disrupted weird. Him. It's so weird. Disrupted him. He got his stats, but we got ours too on defense. It's usually hmm. those two things don't go together. If you get yeah. four turnovers, you're not also giving up 34 points, you know? So hmm. it just shows how great Seattle is. <laughs> but also how big our team as a whole showed up. Yeah. I mean, we're seven and two for the first time since 93 that that season was playoff was a Super Bowl. I believe before that we were seven, seven and two the last few months, years before that. And again, there was um Super Bowl. So can you put it down to an omen? <laughs> Omen's a bad thing. <laughs> Omen's are bad. So let's not say that. Um, you know, I just, I just worry because are, are people going to say, yeah, but Seattle's defense is bad. You know, like it, it just seems like with the Buffalo Bills, people always have something to say that's stupid. I mean, hmm. look at Seattle's defense today compared to what they have been. They had more guys on that defense. I mean, they got, yeah. they had seven sacks. Jamal Adams came back. Carlos Dunlap was playing his first game with them, you know, they went out to fix their defense, got players who made plays and we were still able to punch them in the face. So Mm. anybody to say, Oh, well the bills beat a really soft defense. Like, you know what? This is the most points, the most passing yards 
that uh, not the most passing yards, but the most points that um, Pete Carroll has given up since he became a Seattle coach. Hello. Sean McDermott, Scott, as a head coach. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a a fluke. This Hmm. is an offense for the Bills who did everything right. I mean, Allen, what, 81.6% passing? Yeah. This, 400 yards, 480 yards. Yeah, and he's yards. had games like this before this season, so you can't say this is a fluke because Seattle's defense is so bad. This is a really good yeah. offense, and our defense showed a little bit of their flash from last year, and that was a complete victory. Mm. Anybody doubting this team now can literally shut up. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen, in the first half alone, he had 282 passing yards and yeah. 24 completions. Yeah. That's the first, that's the most by a Bills quarterback in the first half since 1991. Yeah. No, I, for what we've been able to put together, it, it's such a testament to the coaching staff and more importantly to, to Allen's core. Mm. It, it could be easy to rely on you know, your instincts, but Allen has taken coaching and he's taken preparation. He's done everything to take what he can do and, and, and form it and shape it into, you know, just success. Yeah. I mean, a lot of I mean, people, a lot of people, sorry, uh, a lot of people, uh, not people, but like a lot of like media pundits have said, you have a three year arc for a wide receiver because they have to learn nuances for quarterbacks. You're usually who you are. Mm. You know, I mean, what quarterback was awful his first year, but good his third year? I mean, Russell Wilson was great his rookie year. Mahomes was great his rookie year. Lamar Jackson was great his first year starting. Aaron Rodgers was good his first year. Um, You know, Tom Brady, you know, was his career has been really up and down in terms of average, really good average, really good average. He's never been bad, but. I mean, for a quarterback to start bad and then get good, Mm. it's a rarity in the NFL. And it's a testament to everybody in the front office, training staff, coaching staff, and Josh Allen's mental fortitude to be able to become what he is today. Yeah, because I mean, 31 for 38, 418 yards, three passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. First quarterback in Super Bowl era with 400 passing yards, plus passing yards, three plus touchdowns, no interceptions, and 130 plus passer rating in multiple games. And the first build built to actually do that in history. It's pretty so, interesting that l- lately on our shows, uh, you're the more stat guy and I'm the more emotional guy now. Whereas when we <laughs> first started, it was the other way around. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, I think, I think that's because I relied on stats to make me optimistic about this team, but now yeah. they're, they're, they're really making me feel it. And it's dangerous mm. territory because I've given my heart to this team before and they've smashed yeah. it. So let's just hope that everybody else out there that's, you know, really let the bills into their heart. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I mean, it shows how, it shows how much he's actually um, he's improved. I mean, um, who who holds the single season record for completion in for the Bills? Kelly the holds. 60, them. Yeah, sixty-seven point yeah. four. 
Yeah, 67.4% in 2005. Oh, I was Josh guessing. Allen, That's fantastic. Josh Allen at the moment is 68.9. Okay. Jim, I don't, I don't know that I haven't got the stat for Jim Kelly on there, but it shows it shows how he's actually developed. I mean, he's actually the only player in team history apart from Jim Kelly in 94 to actually attempt 35 pass, um, passes and tally an 80% completion percentage. Jim Kelly with 82.9 against Detroit in 94. So you just shows, uh, as you said, the coaching, his application and all that to improving and the year on year you're seeing that progression has really helped. And obviously having DeBall for three years, having Ken Dorsey there for three years, having Matt Barkley there for two and a half years yeah, or so, that continuity around him, obviously Jordan Palmer, in the off season, having that continuity around him really has helped him step up. And yeah, maybe sometimes he'll throw the hero ball, he'll keep the ball for a little bit too long when you're probably screaming at the TV saying, throw the fucking ball away. Yeah, especially after a week where he gives up, where he lets himself get sacked seven times. Yeah. Even though he does that, I was still that I was still back to heaven and just seeing the trajectory that he's actually gone. And yeah. I think... This offense last night, we saw pretty much our first four week offense. Our offense for the first four weeks decided to come back for a good game. And it shows that not just that Seattle got a poor, um, poor pass defense, but we actually can now, we have the weapons all back, all fit and healthy, hopefully, um, that we can play week one to four football. For the rest of the season, without now. without a bad third quarter, we exactly. had the third quarter woes in the beginning of the season. This was a complete game. I mean, there's so much to talk about, so let's get into the the, the details of it. Statement um, game. It was. A, it, we've talked. Yeah. We've talked the last couple of years about statement game. This is our statement game. So yeah, let's yeah. let's let's dive into it and Dude, let's see what we can to stay on offense. I mean, to stay on offense, I just want to talk about how very important John Brown is to this team. Uh, without John Brown teams can focus on digs and you know once they even though Allen was targeting digs while Brown was out Brown opens things up for this team he yeah when when a team plays zone against a John Brown list Buffalo Bills Allen struggles but with Brown in there he stretches the zone and he's able to find digs underneath he's able to hit Beasley he was able to hit his running backs yeah it's, I think it's it's when Dable has all of his toys at his disposal, he's able to be the best play caller he can be. Uh, maybe there's a little bit worry that you know when a piece is out, he can't put it together. But I mean, just looking at eight of eleven for ninety nine yards from John Brown, where he's been kind of hobbled, <clears throat> uh, just just a massive you know step up game from him. There's not a single yeah. person on this team that I can complain about. Um, uh, still staying on Dable, the, the, the third and 16 wide receiver screen. Uh, you know, Seattle's blitzing, you know, they've been doing it all game and just for them to bring everyone and for Allen to be able to have the composure to make that throw on the mark, you know, usually under pressure, those yeah. shorts, those short passes from Allen, he's usually off a little bit, but he put it in the exact right spot for Brown to just zip. It was beautiful. Mm. So just Dable, Brown, Allen, just so many A-plus marks in the game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's testament to 
to him being in the booth um, double because the way he adjusted, she knew Seattle were going to come out and she blitzed you. The way he actually um, started to filter in a, more, a few more screen games. I mean, there was a couple of times I thought, "Oh shit, he's going to be um, he's going to be sacked for a big loss again." Yeah, Moss had, Mal- Moss had a fantastic uh, yeah. um, screen catch and in, in run. Yeah, that he's actually um, it's, it's showing that he's actually um, he's willing to a, he's actually now adapting, and obviously, hopefully, Leslie Frazier on the other side is actually doing the doing the same. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about the defense because I have a lot of praise for Leslie Frazier being able to do yeah. things differently this game. But the one, the staying, on, staying on Allen for 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 me, it was. You know, see, it's weird because, you know, I I like to toot my own horn. I do. Mm. I like to say, remember when I said this and then they did it? Uh, Alan remember was, when I said we'll beat the Seahawks? You did. Allen was composed in the pocket all game. He only had 14 rushing yards. He stood in there, took sacks instead of trying to get weird. No turnovers. He kept mm. his eyes downfield. He trusted his receivers. He didn't at all have a moment of hero ball in him. He just trusted the process. He, you know, yeah. stayed true to the plays. He, he, he threw a lot of to receivers who, you know, weren't glaringly wide open. You know, he made a lot of scramble throws just on the mark. Mm. He played smart. And that was one of the things that he maybe hasn't done uh, in the, in the two losses and last week, maybe. So just, kudos to him under pressure with the family tragedy uh the dude came in yeah. and was focused and just so many great things mm. to be able to say about josh allen yeah i mean i mean the whole i mean when when we found when uh was it ford went out um, winters went out um obviously winters came back when dal williams went out for a couple of um yeah. plays when all three of those were out at the same time i thought oh fuck here comes a um here comes a turnover and all that but You've got to credit that obviously what he's actually what he actually can do, not just not just with his hands, but with his feet and his um, ability to move around. That and obviously how well this offensive line and the backups are actually doing in pass protection on there. Because I mean, what was it? Yeah, I think every wide receiver that was actually listed in um, on the roster for the game actually got a um, got a reception and well, even wasn't it, receptions. We... Wasn't it Jake Cumro that we called up? He didn't have any offensive snaps. Did oh, he? yeah. But, I mean, okay, yeah. right? I mean, I'm not going to complain about that, right? Okay. The major, the, major, the <laughs> main. Yeah. I the mean, main. I, I, he was able to spread the ball around him. It was. It's weird that you saw a game where Knox comes back and doesn't make a play, but I think that just might be what we have in Dawson Knox going forward. Hmm. He was really flashy last year, but also really <clears throat> inconsistent, and I think that's kind of who he is. So fingers crossed that Dawson Knox can have the same kind of career projection that Allen has where it starts shaky and kind of gets himself set because we yeah, really, I think uh, just I having don't a think tight end changes the whole offense, you know? I, I don't think his collegiate career actually helped him a lot. So oh no. miss, he was he, he barely caught any passes. And it's weird like that, that we would take a guy that had that kind of, you know, impact. Um, mm. You know, he's definitely I mean, a project and I think that the Bills will stick with him. Uh, yeah, mostly based off you know the financials, but but we've got but at least we've got Croft as um as a serve as a backup and he's really yeah, coming one A one B you know yeah yeah I mean ideally I'd love I would love to see it. it's not going to happen 
for us to get um, out of Florida, Carl Pitts. I mean, the dude is a know. monster tight end. Yeah. He would be, he, think, think probably, I don't know, think Kelsey and Gronkowski put together. Oh, come on. You no, he's, he's you, got, you he's got characteristics he's, of both. You can't say he's, he's going to be a Hall of Famer without playing a down no. in the NFL. No, no, no. I don't, I don't mean he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, take... Take what Kelsey can bring and what Gronkowski can bring, the characteristics. So they're both massive human beings who are who have muscles where you know you didn't even think. Speed he's athletic. And strength, okay. he's, yeah. athle- he's definitely athletic. He's a mm-hmm. he's a he's the number one tight end in the draft. Yeah, he could go top top ten. Well, to be honest, we'll but, be drafting there. So yeah, but no, um, it's staying on the offense. Another really important thing that is, is, that I wanted to talk about was Dable being able to get Allen going early. Uh, in mm. the first quarter, he was thirteen to fifteen, and you know I, I've talked all season. If you can have, if you can build confidence, you're going to play better. Uh, Allen yeah. starts against New England. He was over and over, and he you know he was like two for eight to start the game or something like that. So in this game, they were surgical. They were smart with how they started and built up, you know, what their game plan was. And you got to say his signature play um, was the second and 27. You know, here we are fighting back against Seattle, trying to come back second and 27. Oh shit. If we punt and Seattle scores again, what the hell is going on? Let's not have another Rams game, but second and 27 Gabe Davis runs a fantastic route. Allen throws it over the DB wide mm-hmm. open like i said earlier surgical and it was, 39 and it yards was, that's 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 a pro bowl quarterback making a play yeah. and that was actually a touchdown not um not out of bounds right the, uh, yeah the official was yeah. actually called i don't know why mcdermott didn't change that but well, did you hear that hey, one? Uh, what did you listen to did you listen to did you watch it on sky or did you watch the uh the u.s <coughs> i watched on sky Okay, so the U.S. feed, I, they said something like uh, McDermott is like three for 12 in, in oh, yeah. challenges. So, uh, yeah, I may be a little gun shy there. Uh, I didn't know that stat. That bothers me because, you know, you want a coach who can make decisions like that. But it's not it, that those things don't come down to the coach. There's someone watching replays up in the booth that missed that. It didn't matter. Yeah. Luckily, thank God, uh, we can move on. Did any point any point in that in that game did you think oh shit it's around all over again? Oh yeah, multiple times. But the best thing about it was was that when we couldn't pressure Jared Goff, we were able to get into Russell Wilson's face. So we can move on to the defense here. Seventeen QB knockdowns, most against Russell Wilson in his career, most in the NFL this season. Uh, who saw that coming? You know, yeah. we talked about what could the Bills defense do in our pregame show? What could the Bills defense do to possibly slow down Russell Wilson? And I, I started to say we need to disguise and try and confuse him, but it's Russell Wilson. Nobody can confuse him. But that's exactly what we did. We disguised our blitzes. Yeah. We changed up our packages and coverages, and we were able to just get in his face all game. It was chef's kiss. It's- Bar the bar the fourth quarter and the garbage time um, plays by Wilson, that sort of reminded me, that defense sort of reminded me of the Kansas City game where we actually limited Mahomes as best as possible on yeah. that. I think they 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 implored that 
in there which actually worked to effect and obviously the ground game for Seattle didn't really take off um, that much so it it shows that you put you can give them teams game plans for it I mean no one else actually managed to hold Seattle or put many points on Seattle not many I think that's the lowest or joint lowest touchdowns that Russell Wilson's actually thrown this season He'd been throwing three, four, three, four, two, three, four, two. Yeah, touchdowns a game. Well, I don't think he's had less than two. So, uh, um, so in this, this, it's so weird that we're talking about how good we feel about the Bills' defense when they gave mm. up 419 total yards. Wilson had 390 and two touchdowns. DK Metcalf went over 100. You read off those stats and you say, "Oh, yeah, we probably lost," but yeah, it's it, it it's making big plays. Uh, you know, kind of outside of the game script. Uh, the mm. fumbles, the turnovers uh, came at such integral moments in the game. It's like yeah. McDermott and Frazier, their backs were up against a wall and they said, our defense needs to show something. If we can let Russ kind of throw it here and there, but kind of let him feel comfortable, but then on big plays and important plays, we'll get after him. We ta- I mentioned in the post-game show, they're one of the worst teams on third down. Oddly enough, same thing again. Would you imagine that a team that went three of 12 on third down only punted once? Sometimes yeah. stats are weird. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, I think, I think it's, it is testimony that we've actually, um, that some has happened, whether they've actually had to kick up the arts in the last couple of games yeah. um, to actually have that, what we say, is, what we can say is a statement, a statement game. Yes. Seattle's um the whole team especially defense is it was a statement make a statement make it right find a way they did it they found that way they've got yeah. the um they came out there with a w and see shame that Arizona couldn't beat the um couldn't beat the Dolphins but it makes me feel better about next week's game ah so we by the end of this we could be eight and two and pretty much secure I mean at the moment we're number three seed yeah, I mean, I had both these games as losses. So if we could, I mean, I just I'd... splitting was so important to mm. being able to now, like a week ago, I was like, oh, this is an 11 and 5, 10 and 6 team. Now we're a 12 and 4 team. Yeah. Possibly even be 13 and 3. Holy shit. I mean, like the Steelers are the only team that I really think could beat us, and they just barely beat Dallas. Yeah. So, you know, that's the crazy thing about the NFL. The the ebb and flow of it all. Anything, your your expectations can change after one week. And the Panthers. And the Panthers nearly caused an upset over the Chiefs. Yeah, that would have been great. I would have loved if Dallas won. I mean, I just like games where, Mm. you know, the team that's supposed to get steamrolled shows up and then they hang on. But, you know, quarterback problems, you know, I mean. You can't overcome that, uh, you know, but I mean, the staying on us, staying on this team, you see an offense like Seattle coming to town. What do you think? You know, let's just drop guys back. If they're going to throw it, let's drop guys into coverage. Let's play a deep zone. Let's try and, you know, just get some pass defenses. But I mean, just the aggressiveness that we saw was probably the ballsiest thing that this Bills defense has done all year. I want to know that this is what we're going to do all season. I would love yeah. to get our sack numbers up, our QB hurries up. I would love to get, you know, we've been blitzing all season, but just this week it worked. So let's hope mm. that keeps happening. 
Uh, well, next week. It, next it changes, week. It, it changes the dynamic and the feel about how the Bills yeah. Mafia feels about their defense. Yeah, I mean, next week, and we'll we'll talk about this in the preview show. Next week is going to be a hell of a lot different with um, with Kyler and as um, as the quarterback on there. But uh, it, I don't know. I mean, Russell has he's a little bit older, but Russell has the ability to to scramble as well. Arizona's calling more design plays, but if you pressure him on the edges, if you contain him and pressure him in the mm. pocket, not on the outside, then you're gonna get to any quarterback. Yeah, you know, I mean, this it, it's good. I mean, the, the team the team really stepped up. I mean, when Trey White came out, um, came off that play, Dane Jackson came in, he was straight up against um, DK Metcalf, ball went straight to Metcalf was what about a yard or two gain, and um, Jackson actually pretty much stopped him right there. So it's shown how everyone's now really accomplished and actually set up for it. So it's it's hope long may this continue long may we actually get this um get the defense back from the last couple of years and um we get a week one to four um offense back for the rest of the season and we can as I say we can go 12 13 um hell we could even potentially go 14 14 and two it's not burned around that's crazy but it's not out of the realm of possibility um yeah. final notes before we get to the fan questions i'm worried about the o-line injuries I'm worried about Trey White. I'm tempering my expectations for next week because if you want to think long-term, a loss against an NFC opponent's not that big of a deal. And let's get these guys healthy mm. by week after. So this might be a game where you want to win every week. You want to go out and do your best. You want your best players on the field. But with what we're aiming towards – Healthy players down the stretch is more important. I'd yeah, like well, to, I mean, you know, not rush anybody back. Yeah, I mean, they came the guys, the guys that came in did did well. I mean, I think I think our pass protection is up there with the um with the best of them on there. Can um, you say so, that though? Seven sacks. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but most of them came when I was holding on to a little bit too much. I mean, I, I'm yeah, I mean, we'll watching put, the I mean, game now. Have, I'm watching the highlights, so I'm flipping in yeah. between. And, um, yeah, some of the plays, yes, there were sacks, but that was when Josh started to scramble, started to move around a bit more. Yeah. When he had time and he was actually moving, they weren't touching him. The defense were holding out. So as soon as they, as soon as Allen started moving around, that your your offensive line there going, yeah, where is he trying to move yeah. around with him? Yeah. It's no, putting them tough. off. That's always tough. Yeah putting them off guard a little bit. That's probably the reason why he's actually taking a little bit more stats. If he, yeah. if they know he's staying in one position, they've got their set so they can then mirror right. what the right. um, what the defense is doing. So I still think they're one of the best, um, probably one of the better passing um, block teams. Oh, I agree um, with that. It's just that, you know, last, I mean, yesterday was, a, was an issue with, you know, having too many backups, but yeah, uh, hit me with some fan questions. Well, I said, I said there was going to be no negative. I want to put one more negative in before um, before we go. All right. Penalties. Penalties. Some of those penalties we got, we had in this game, really extended the drive for Seattle, and they got a fair few points off of those um, off those penalties. Some of them yeah. stupid. Some of them were why the hell did we get the call for them when they did the exact same thing and they didn't get punished? Yeah. No, I, so that's my only moan on there is that 
I, I yeah, get go that. On, I, no, yeah. <laughs> had a little uh, technical difficulty there. I, I get the penalties. I think this is who we are, though. Uh, on defense, you're going to be aggressive. You're going to take some penalties. Um, the offensive line, you know, they, they take some pre-snap penalties. It's not something that you can fix on a week-to-week basis. This is something that I'm you not, really I'm not too worried about the pre-snap. I'm not too worried about the pre-snap. I'm talking about the um, the legal contact after five yards. I mean, and all yeah, those with, ones with, actually with the game. who you're playing against. I mean, we were able to stop Lockett. That was great. But with Metcalf, you got to get handsy with him. So you know that would that comes down to that. Um, there was a, that, Hughes got a roughing the passer penalty, which was weak. Uh, you know, I mean, Allen got smacked in the head and there was no roughing the passer penalty. But yeah. you do it like, you know, where are you supposed to put your hands? You know, um, exactly. so, you know, the exactly. NFL is going to protect their MVP. Uh, Josh Allen's a star right now, too. So let's get some calls our way as well. Come on. Exactly. Right. OK. Fan questions. Right. It's uh, Matthew Thorne um, on Twitter. Where's the UK Super Bowl parade going to happen? <laughs> uh, but seriously, what changed for Klein today? The man turned up big time. I think it's really important when you have a bad game and everybody says that they still believe in you. It's one of it's it's like one of those things where like you know you have a bad game, you feel down, but when everybody rallies around you, you kind of pick yourself up, and then you say, yeah. if they believe in me, then I believe in me. And then he went out and fucking had his best game of his career, probably. So mm. you know that team dynamic that we all love about this, about this, this, this group that we have pick each other up, hold each other up, you know, lean on each other, trust one another. That's the team that we have. So if someone has a bad game, everyone's going to rally around him and that player is going to probably have a banger of a game the next time he's out. Yeah. And the UK Super Bowl parade, well, that'd be COVID dependent. <laughs> um, if we're allowed, uh, if we're allowed a gathering, but yeah. Probably, uh, probably around March time. Um, try and get a few, uh, few pubs on the go for a little bit of a. Oh, pub if the, COVID, regardless. All right, we're getting together for playoff games. Okay. Yeah. I don't. We're gonna make it happen. Somewhere or another, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll work on that. But yes, um, next one from our um, good old friend Dave Thorpe. Um, says more than a request and a question but can we play like this every week pretty please hashtag go bills what a game what a result anyone being negative after that game needs meds it's really important to understand that even though our defense gave up yards and points not every other nfl offense can do what seattle can so Mm. if we're able to get the same kind of pressure we got against russell wilson against literally any other quarterback on our schedule, we're going to probably easily defeat them. Yeah. This is uh, the offense that we, this is the defense that we've been asking for and we finally got it and let's hope it continues. Yeah. Okay. So um, this one, you probably know this probably a bit more better because you were explaining this to me in the, um, in the pre, uh, pre-show before we came on the air. Um, from Chris Spencer, if the Bruce Dixon was a coach or GM of this team, what is the cowbell of the team that he wants more of? So I, I understand what you're asking, you know, like, you know, more cowbell, right? Um, so 
I, I won't worry about the Dickinson thing because that's Iron Maiden, but Cowbell is Blue Oyster Cult. But anyway, uh, I sound like my dad, you know, uh, 70s rock. 80, um, but uh, yeah, this team, I think, doesn't really have that dynamic. This is a team team. Uh, you know, you're looking at Diggs getting 100 yards every game, sure. But you know, Allen is spreading it out. You know, the defense, uh, you know, they're going to be successful. They're, we're going to say a few guys' names, not just one, you know. Um, mm. if, if, if there's anything that I could say that, you know, we missed was, you know, did Devin Singletary even suit up? Yeah. You, know? uh, you got to imagine, you know, the offense is rolling and you're on the sideline, but, you know, I think McDermott's done so much to talk team, 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 that everybody was okay with their performance because the team got the W. Phil Parry, was this win or the victory over the Patriots more of a statement victory? Well, for Bills I was fans, saying- beating the Patriots is so important, but they're yeah. a bad football team. Mm. Beating this one of the best statement. teams in the league, that's the statement yeah. win. I mean, Last week, you had Rex Ryan on Sunday NFL Countdown on ESPN picking the Patriots because the Bills were coming into that game kind of down, didn't score a touchdown against the Jets. Mm. This week, after beating the Patriots, Rex Ryan talked about how the Bills are building something, and he picked us to win. Not many people in the media picked us to win. Yeah. Rex fucking Ryan did. So, yeah, I mean, you want to call this a statement win more than anything that we face this season. Yeah. Uh, Ian Kay, is Josh's performance an indication that his shoulder is getting better or an indicator of how bad the Seahawks past D is? I think we covered this a little bit, but... Well, Alan didn't play with the sling this week. And obviously your your, your opposite shoulder doesn't really play into it. But I think Mm. uh, what Alan did with the injury was run away from pressure and that took him off his game feeling a hundred percent healthy you're like all right i could take some hits let me stay in there let me trust my receivers so that's what Mm. he did tom walters um are we becoming too much of a one-dimensional team with no run game eventually teams will shut down allen it's it's weird that you say that because last week we won we won by running the ball yeah. Pete Carroll said in his post-game show, he was like, we didn't expect them to pass that much. If they were going to run the ball, we had a lot of good stuff designed to stop them from running the ball. Kind of makes you think that Pete Carroll didn't watch more game tape than just last week, because yeah. obviously last week wasn't who we are as a team. Uh, you know, Dable said we're a passing offense. But last week we showed we can run when it's necessary to do so. Think about the Bills offense as being able to attack what you do worst. Yeah, that's going to be a victorious offense. I think. I think it's not. I don't think we're becoming one-dimensional. I think no, it's no. game by game by game. You're game planning for it. If you're gonna, mm-hmm. if you know you can beat the team through the air, you take all your opportunities, throw through the air, put your run game in here and there. If you know the conditions or the team are good and are bad against the run, you're going to run that ball. Is it's game by game what you actually um how we actually um how we approach it. Yeah. And the last one is from Phil Parry. Um, no, it wasn't Phil Parry. We've already done Phil Parry. Uh, let's go back there. From David Pope. Uh, so what's our retort to the so-called pundits that all predict a Seattle win? 
Uh, yeah, enjoy the L. All right. Um, <laughs> myself included, uh, I picked Seattle to win. Um, I said I hope I'm wrong, so I was. So thank God, I'm happy I was wrong. Um, you know, pick picking games is so weird. Uh, you know, I mean, Pittsburgh was favored yeah. how many points against Dallas? Um, you know, yeah. Seattle was favored plus three. I've had them beating the spread there. Uh, I'm normally going to lean on the spread, um, but I knew it was going to be a high scoring game. Mm. It definitely was a track meet and we were able yeah. to keep up and make a few defensive plays. I mean, I can't talk enough about how beautiful and how complete of a win that was for us. No, that's it. It is what it is. I mean, it's it gives us confidence going into the next game. One Absolutely. more game by week, so one more game to actually um to to win. So we go go have a good feel good factor going into the um to the bye week. Um, before we end it, I'm just going to make a quick announcement. I did um I did tease a little bit on um on Twitter last night. Is that we're going to be having a raffle Ooh. coming up. It's a um, it's a signed Andre Reed jersey. I want that fully, fully with um, certificate of authentication and all that. Awesome. There's gonna be it's gonna be forty slots available, four pound a ticket. I'm gonna put all the details up when I get that sorted um, later on today. All right. Uh, so get involved for a nice little piece of unique history. History. Yeah. 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 I mean. Nice little um urn to, to frame and put on the um on the wall. So keep an eye out for it as soon as it comes in, get your numbers in, and we will hopefully do the draw, hopefully live on a show, maybe. That sounds fun. If not, we'll just put it, have a nice little YouTube or Twitter video for it. But no, it's it's a good it's a good prize. I've seen the I've seen the prize. It's it's really worth the um the money alone. So keep an eye out and get involved in that. And if there's anything else you want to add, no. So it's keep following us at UK underscore bills at RWBB underscore podcast at um, UK underscore bills on Instagram, Buffalo Bills UK on Facebook, Buffalo Bills UK on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Hit follow, hit like, hit, hit share. Let's all the Bills hit, Mafia. Hit share. Hit hit the like button. Hit the retweet button. Hit the reply button. Hit any button that promotes us and actually gives us more exposure. And uh, for me, that is Alex. And we say good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for listening. And go Bills. Go Bills. Not us. Yeah, not, not us. us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.